0: Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone.
1: And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante, along with T. Frank Carr. It's quarter number three, and you know what that means. It's time to ask T. Frank. This is where we'll take... Your questions for T. Frank about Penn State football, recruiting, or life in general. If you want to submit a question, download our app from the App Store. Just search Keystone Sports. You'll see the Ask T. Frank button, and off you go. At the end of the segment, we will pick a winner to best question. And T. Frank, lots of excitement. We've got a new sponsor for the Ask T. Frank segment. Yay. So the winner of today's segment... Yeah, how about that? They will receive a gift box from the one and only W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters. They're at 234 Calderway in State College. 30 varieties of beans from over 25 countries. Roasted with love and happy valley for over 45 years. And now, guess what? So many of you, I'm sure, remember them from your years in State College. But now you could order their stuff online at statecollegecoffee.com and if you use discount code ksn at checkout you get a 20% discount. You can't beat that T Frank. All right, you ready for your questions?
0: I am. I'm also very excited about them because I'm a coffee snob. I, I'm I I I I feel like I'm a very uh snob about most things. So I I you know, I'm very excited about uh uh gourmet coffee being a part of Ask T. Frank. I feel like that fits the brand really well.
1: Do you know what? You might be one of the few people I know, T. Frank, who seems to brag that they're a snob.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I just I want to embrace who I am, and I know what's good. And like I like nice things. I'm not going to be obsessed with those things, but I feel like I understand the value of, 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 of quality items. That's all
1: you appreciate quality all right let's get going so that we could pick a winner let's start with Jason from Gettysburg he says with so much talent leaving the defense how do you think that will affect them in this upcoming year especially with Brent Pry also leaving
0: Well, I will start there. I think that Manny Diaz was a good hire and that bringing in a guy with veteran experience, calling multiple defenses across multiple schools and I think multiple decades. I think he's been a defense coordinator back into the 2010s. That's a great hire. Uh, That's a stability hire. That's somebody that isn't going to come in and and learn how to call the defense. This is an expert. So that's great. Um, Then from I have some concerns, sure. But you're bringing in deny Dennis Sutton along the defensive line. And uh, Nate Bauer did a, a great series of articles that actually opened my eyes about the production level you can get out of a true freshman at defensive end. It doesn't mean 10 sacks, but it means enough to help. So that you know that is a, a good infusion of talent into the defensive line. That would be where I have the most concerns. And I know linebacker is a huge one for Penn State fans. But the emphasis on linebacker probably is not the same as the value of linebacker. So if you're going to have a weakness, maybe it's there. Uh, the secondary is going to be good again. And I think that's critical, where you're bringing back a lot of guys, and then the guys that are stepping in have talent. Zaki Wheatley moved over to safety uh, to kind of r- round out that group. You're bringing in some talented freshmen, um, and then you've got a too deep of veteran experience at corner. So defensive tackle... I I need to see some stuff this spring. I'm not terribly concerned about a step back as far as being a detriment to the team, but maybe not the elite elite defense we saw last season from a points-given-up perspective.
1: Count me as one of those fans who's a bit concerned at linebacker, and my concern is depth there. Yeah. I thought last season, you know, they had the three starters that you were pretty confident in, but there wasn't much depth. If if someone was out for any reason, you took the defensive end, Luceda and plugged them in. Yep. And now you've lost two out of three starters and Luceda, who was, you know, first man up if there was an issue with somebody else. So I wouldn't mind seeing them bring someone in the portal, even if it's just a depth piece, but someone who's used to being on the field. Um, let's go to Jimmy and Forest City who says, T. Frank, I like your talent evaluation better than Mel Kuyper Jr. and Todd McShay. Wow. Penn State has eight players invited to the 2022 NFL Combine, which is very impressive. In order, who do you think will be the first five Penn Staters drafted? Now, you don't necessarily have to do it that way. But give me some of your thoughts on the players going into the draft. And who you think is might go a little bit higher than other people think, or yeah. the other way, go a little bit lower? The than first the four talking heads I, are saying.
0: I'd say the first four are pretty obvious. Um, I had to think about the next one, just to give you a top five. But Dotson and Ebikidi, Brisker and Brandon Smith are the four that are going to go before the end of the second round. I have been banging the table for Jaquan Brisker as hard as I can. This offseason. Um, I feel the same way about him that I did about Chris Godwin. Of No one seems to really appreciate in the NFL draft community how good he is. And I think the shoulder injury was a part of maybe some of that evaluation. He's going to go to the combine. and If he tests the way that we've heard he tested uh, this previous summer, it, he's going to blow up. He's going to absolutely blow up because he's got cornerback level physical abilities. And he's a tough run blocker, or run defender. He gets into the backfield. He can knife in and make plays. He's so smart. When I talked to him after one of the games last, or one of the practices last season before a game, and I asked him about, like, how he prepares for games, he, he was talking like an NFL defensive back. You know, the, the film study, the intelligence, the vision, instincts and in ball production don't come from just being, it's, it's not an inborn trait. He and Tig Brown know how to f- watch film and they know how to predict where the ball is going to go based on what they've seen. And that is how you play defensive back in the NFL. That with his physical skills, he's the perfect hybrid size to play either position. I, I He is going to be great. I Even even with Ebikidi and Dotson, I think he has just as much of a chance of being a superstar at the NFL level of a guy that gets his hands on the ball, makes plays, and is a part, one of the names you know in the NFL. I think he's got that potential. So I, I'm just going to take this segment. Jimmy, thank you. Jaquan Brisker. Jaquan Brisker. (laughs) You You need to say his name more in the NFL draft process.
1: I couldn't agree more. I love Brisker. I'm an Eagles fan, NFL. I want him to end up on the Eagles. And I love that you pointed out him and Brown both have that ability. When they're making interceptions, you know it's because they're reading the play. You know it's because they've been watching film. It's obvious. And I just read – Recently, where Dwight Galt is quoted as saying, "At the combine, he'll run his forty in the four threes.
0: Yep, that's that's the and, number we had uh, <laughs> that he gave us last off season. Yeah,
1: as a safety. If if you're yeah, if you're doing that as a safety, uh, you know, there's an argument. They had good cornerbacks, but he might have been the best cover guy also.
0: Hell, um, I'm a love, I'm a Bills love, fan. Love I want Jaquan the Bills Christmas. to draft him and play him at corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause he's, I I just I think he can
0: play anywhere in the secondary that you want him to, just based on what you want him to do. I think he's got the length and the and the intelligence and the physical abilities to play. Uh, you know, he's a safety. I I would put him there first, but if if my team needed a corner, I would seriously think about it.
1: You know, uh, it's it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Let's hope he ends up at with either the Eagles or the Bills, so at least one of us will be yeah. very happy. Uh, Let's go to Jeffrey in Tunkhannock, who says, Hey, T. Frank, seems like a real upturn in recruiting with the 22 class and now the great start to the 23 class. Can you pinpoint any reason for this, especially after two subpar seasons? I would say
0: the changes in some of the assistant coaches has made a difference. Where Penn State – was focused on having, you know, good assistant coaches. This is where James Franklin has made the biggest push of assistant salaries, being able to go target guys you want to make a difference. Phil Troutwine is a prime example because we just talked about the offensive line. He is a guy that develops talent, and he's a guy that recruits well. He is he's a guy that does it all, where previously some of the offensive line coaches, you know, were, maybe they were good coaches and they were okay recruiters, or they were good recruiters and, and good coaches. He seems to be a guy that has the, potential to do both at an extremely high level. And I know Penn State fans are expecting more out of the offensive line in the field. I think that's very fair. But you have to look at the totality of the talent he's bringing in and the reasons I I talk to these guys and the reasons that they want to come in is because he's smart. He explains the game well and they feel like they're going to get to the league because they're with him. So, you know, I, I think the assistant coaches and, and the improvement in the support staff would be the a big reason. And then coming out of the pandemic, Penn State came out of the pandemic with a bit of a vigor um, and, and, you know, renewed effort to get better off the field.
1: I also got the sense, T. Frank, that the couple of years ago where they got like one guy out of the top 10 in Pennsylvania, and that was Lonnie White, who ended up not coming to Penn State, but yeah. choosing to play baseball. It really hit home and they just said, not again. <laughs> you know, also Pennsylvania had more prospects the last two years.
0: So not to cut you off, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. had more quality prospects the last two years. That's a huge part of it. And and, and having guys that I don't want to say are easy wins, but having guys that have a predisposition to wanting to come to your program is a huge thing. And there are more there have been more lately, but it, it's just it's up and down. That's gonna be one thing that changes every year.
1: And there also seems to be more of an emphasis on Philadelphia and even adding staff from that area Yes, um, helps the cause. All right, let's go to Sam in Boyertown. And Sam says, I happen to be one of those who likes James Franklin as the Penn State coach. However, I'd like to know how you would rank the top coaches in the Big Ten. And I'm not sure Ryan Day should be ranked number one just because he has all of that talent at Ohio State.
0: I, so I, I want to get to more questions because we've answered two so far. I don't know how to answer that one. Um, you can go off win percentage. You can go off – There's. I am an expert on Penn State football. I'm not an expert on, on all the other schools. So you can go by seniority, a bunch of different ways. I'd say James Franklin, no matter how you slice it, is a top two or three coach in the Big Ten, though.
1: Are there any guys that you point at and say, you know what, they seem to do more with less? Like, you know, if if you rank coaches, Ryan Day is usually at the top, but he's has that built-in advantage of, oh, you know, being at Ohio State. I'll give him credit that it seems like he's actually even taken the talent level up a notch from when Urban Meyer was there. But yeah. how about the guys? Do you look at like? you know, Northwestern and say Purdue, gee, who's doing the, more with um, less. Or Jeff Wisconsin Brom. or Purdue. Is, a good one. is Jeff
0: Brom yes. the guy at Purdue? He'd be the one, I'd say, that does the yes. most with the yes. least. Yes. Uh, Kirk Ferentz, you know, they're always good for a good win and a horrible loss. They are, to me, they're consistently exactly what they are. So that's a stable program, but I wouldn't say that they're better or worse than Penn State.
1: Very good. All right. Actually, we did get to three questions. Uh, well, that was the fourth one with oh. Sam there. So... Let, let's get a winner, T. Frank. Who do you like? We had Jason, Sam, Jeffrey, and Jimmy. Uh, let's go with Jason
0: uh, talking about the defense and giving. Uh, you know what? No. Jimmy Was Jimmy the one about the draft? And letting me rant about Jaquan Brisker. Yes. yes, yeah. Sorry, not to bring, not yes, to uh, steal away from me the last <laughs> second, Jason. But Jimmy from Forest City is going to be our winner. So because because Jaquan Brisker is a first round pick.
1: Okay, you know what's funny is poor Jason. I don't think that's the first time we've done that, is it, uh, T Frank? Anyway, that's it. <laughs> Jimmy is our <laughs> Jimmy is our winner. Uh, stick around for quarter number four. We got more recruiting conversation. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right, you can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.